Happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. Is that like um an oxymoron? Happy and spooky? Do they they're not really like opposites. No. But they don't normally go together. Right. Happy but today they do. But when you're a dark soul person <laughs> and during work. Halloween season, the month of October, they I work. think they they work together. So for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. idiots, we're from <laughs> <laughs> idiots. We're from Long Island. Yes. So we wanted to keep this a little bit relatable and close to home today. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do Long Island haunts, thirteen of the creepiest places right here. Mm. Have you ever been to any of them? I have, you actually. Have. Uh, yeah, like the basic ones, of okay. course. Have you been to any of them? No, because I'm a scaredy cat. Really? Not yeah. one? Um, Not Sleepy Hollow? I'm already giving oh, it away. I've, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've been to Sleepy Hollow. I'm going next weekend <laughs> to okay. Sleepy Hollow. Okay, so. I've been to Sleepy Hollow, but I mean like the um, – I don't know if this is on the list. I guess we'll we'll get there. And, I know what you're going to say. Whatever. The, the insane asylum. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah. I've – is that on this list? Yep. Okay, so we'll we'll get to it. But no, I don't I don't fuck with It's funny cuz I love Halloween. I really really do, but I like the fun parts of Halloween, the light parts of Halloween. Like I'm trying to decorate with some jack-o'-lanterns and some witches and I'm trying to eat a lot of candy and and watch Halloween Town or yeah. <laughs> Casper or right. The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's my Halloween. I don't fuck with like the horror, horror things and the haunted houses and the and See, those we're kinds like of that's things. where we'll like swip 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 <laughs> let's Swap, swip switch i can't my brain is like fried today guys i'm sorry <laughs> as opposed to edit any other day sound smart <laughs> um, yeah as opposed to any other days right um no see i can like I mean, I'll go to a pumpkin patch, but, like, you can miss me with that shit. I decorated pumpkins with Nick last week, and I got them at fucking Stop and Shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, I love all the horror movies. I love A Haunted Mm-mm. House. Like, I like that creepy shit, but I think we're, the reason why we're different in that way is that I don't believe that any of it is real, and you do, right? Like, you'll, you can get behind, like, a ghost. Yeah, town. totally. Yeah. Because I've heard too much. I've heard too much, and I've seen not even seen too much because I don't have that many like haunted experiences for myself, but I definitely believe in like the paranormal and, um, and psychics and things like that. Like I've, I've experienced some on my own, but like hearing the stories and stuff, I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's too much evidence Okay. For there to not be some sort of truth to it. Am I saying everything is true and all of it or there's that much of it? No, but I do believe that there are some things that are have some truth to it okay see for me it's like i don't i don't believe in like ghosts i've never had any sort of paranormal experience or Mm -hmm. anything like that um anytime i've ever met with like a psychic it's always been like the most basic shit that like could apply to anyone so i've always just been like this is all a bunch of horse shit horse shit shit. i don't know if you're gonna (laughs) beep (laughs) but so I don't find it scary. Like, I, and I really love, love a good scary movie. Remember I thought you did too, but it's just, yeah, I don't. we both love like I'm a kitty Halloween killer. person. I'm a kitty Halloween person, but I do, yes, love serial killers. But I know a lot that's about so killers. That's so much scarier though. Like that's where I was going with this. Like I could sit and watch like a paranormal activity or the exercise. Like none of that scares me. Okay. But what, for me, what's 
terrifying are the things that actually happen, like the serial killer documentaries and whatnot. And all of that stuff, that dark stuff is scary for me. I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm, yes. I'm not like terrified. But that is so much scarier because those have really happened. Like we yeah. really have them documented. So I'm more scared of the things that don't actually happen to the day-to-day person yeah. Yeah. Um, than I am of the stuff that, that can. But I just also find as far as like serial killers go, I find their mind so interesting. Right. Which is like, if I, and I, I, I think I might've even said this before on this, on this podcast, maybe in our first season, but like if I could have been anything else like in the world, like a serial I, killer? No, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your first victim? I'll give you a list if you need yeah. help. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I don't actually. I don't need any help. I've got my own long list. Come um, on. <laughs> I would have loved to be to have been like a um, like a cri- a criminal forensic like psychologist. Yeah, totally. Just study the minds of serial. Killers. Oh, that must be the coolest job. I don't. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, it's too much. I just want to roll up in like a a nice fitted like pantsuit like. And just be, Blazer. like, with my badge mm-hmm. and just, like, be, like... Just show your badge, say nothing yeah. else, walk right into the scene. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. That's... How do I get there? I mean, you How think How do I bypass that, everything and get there? But I also don't think I have the stomach for it, like, to walk into a lot of those, like... Oh, no, I'm the queasiest person ever, too, Ooh, so I don't know why yeah. I feel like I could be that, but... Now, I don't want to see it. I just tell me the story. I think I'd rather just marry someone or like have a really close friend that did that and like hear all of you it. Could talk about it, right? Yeah. But not actually have to show okay, up on my own. Fair. But anyway, all right. Let's get into our actual uh, yes. mini So there are thirteen on here, right? I, yeah, thirteen. Um, go figure. I see what they did there. <laughs> see what they did there. All right. So number one, Mount Misery and Sweet Hollow Road in Melville and Huntington. This okay. was definitely my like high school spot when we all first started driving. We'd go there and try to creep each other out. Oh, you would? Yeah. Okay, so is what is this? So it's just um, it's a road, and they have like um, under the overpass. It, I mean, it says it in here. This is like a little bit of a long thing. Apparently, the myth, legend, whatever, however it goes, is that a bunch of teenagers hung themselves from the overpass. So when you go under the overpass, like creepy things are supposed to happen. Your radio goes off. Like none of it. Does any of that happen? No. Oh. No. And then allegedly like there are apple trees, which I don't even think that that's true because can apple trees even grow on Long Island? I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We We have have apple farms. yeah, Yeah. But like there are just apple trees on that road. I don't really buy it. I don't know for sure. Maybe I should take a ride over there later and check it out. But apparently, I won't. This girl I went to high school with swears that she parked her car and was like on the road with her sister. And when she like parked, she like felt something like roll and hit her ankle, and she picked it up and it was an apple. <gasps> I don't really know if I buy it. I think that that girl just wanted a little bit of attention that week. But that's, that's kind <laughs> of a specific story because if you think, I mean, she said that what in high school? Yeah. If it, you would think someone wanted attention, they'd be like, oh, you know, we saw something or we whatever. But to be that specific of like something rolled against my ankle and I picked it up and it was an apple. Like she's creative. I'll give her that. I just, yeah, I think she should go and write a book and yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut up because I don't buy it for a second. I love how I'm like, can apples grow on Long Island? Yeah, yeah Natalie. They can. I should really be a blonde. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, no. All right, okay, so yeah, the that's... second one is what I was talking about before, 
the Kings Park Psychiatric Center. Yes. And that's, of course, in Kings Park. So established in 1885 on more than 800 acres of land, Kings Park Psychiatric is a mini city of restless, anguished souls. Aww. Once home to more than 9,000 patients housed in more than 150 buildings, the complex became a self-sufficient farm community. It had a library, firehouse, morgue, and cemetery. Ooh. Most of the compound has fallen into dis- disrepair, um, but the screams, moans, shock therapy, insulin shock therapy, and prefrontal lobotomies were performed regularly at Kings Park Psych- Psychiatric. There is an extensive network of underground tunnels throughout the grounds connecting the buildings, um, the sites of countless inhumane atrocities of torture and abuse. That is the place that people go, right, to visit. Yeah, me and Pat used to go and smoke there back in the day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Nothing ever, really. That's it. Okay. So that's Kings Park. That's mm-hmm. what I was talking about. I have never been there. I will never, never go there. And once you say, once you say lobotomy... I'm out. Yeah, I laughed at that word because I'm over here like. Do you I know what a lobotomy is? That's like when you're nuts and they. Yeah. To they, your brain, right? right? right. Yeah. Yes. When yes. you're nuts. I really, That's when you're nuts. I'm and really they do politically to your correct brain. today. Yeah. <laughs> they do these, and sometimes they would go through your eyes to like get to your brain, and they would just do these like very inhumane brain surgeries. And oh. um, they wouldn't really, they would say like that they would work because the person wasn't crazy anymore, mm-hmm. but because they were. Brain dead, right. really, essentially, is what they are. They're, yeah. they're not around anymore. Luckily. Luckily. All right. Sometimes I feel like I need a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I would need one today for sure. Okay, number three, Lake Ronkonkoma. So this is Long Island's largest freshwater lake. Um, it's awash with legends and stories from tales tales it's infested with piranha to the belief it is bottomless has magical healing powers or is connected to the long island sound and great south bay via underground channels there's no way it's infested with piranhas are there there piranhas are there piranhas on on long island you know the apple tree thing i thought you were a little uh, but about but the piranhas Piranhas? is a valid question right i don't think so i feel like are piranhas even like i know they're Real? real yeah but like I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Lake Ronkonkoma is a kettle lake formed by the recession of glaciers more than and more than 60 feet deep. Historically, the lake was known as a highly sacred site of religious rituals for ancient Native American Indian tribes who would travel 100 miles or more in pilgrimages. Pilgrimages? Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Yeah, <laughs> to undergo vision quests on its shores. The legacy of the Algonquin people. Of New York. Of New York. Huh. Huh. So I've never just been because there. there were rituals that makes the lake haunted. Like I'm not understanding. Well, there's a lot of like, um, haven't you ever heard like if a house is built on an Indian burial ground, like it's like haunted. I feel like people just like this to gets say people that. off. Like this is fun oh, okay. for people. Maybe you know, like that's just the circle of life. Everywhere you're standing, I'm sure someone has died at some point. Yeah, sure. So is everything spooky and haunted? No, yeah, right. Or maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe it's all over the place. This place is haunted. This one? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. We'll have to get Studio Daddy to tell you some stories. Yeah. This place, he's got some stories about um, being here late at night and things happening here. See, I really need to experience something. Like, I should go on Ghostbusters. 
<laughs> to go on Ghostbusters. I should, because I don't buy any of it. Yeah. And it's because I haven't experienced it. So, yeah, maybe you need to go with, like, a, a paranormal team into some place and have some experiences, and maybe you'll change your mind. I'm going to be laughing the whole time. No. And people get, like, pissed, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, they absolutely do. they take do. it serious, but yeah. I can't. Yet. Oh, so it also says bizarre lights, sounds, and whirlpools are also rumored to emit from Lake Ronkonkoma's spiritual waters. Um, whirlpools. So oh. I don't know. There's there's that. Um, Rain Rainham Hall, Rainham Hall, West Main Street in Oyster Bay. Hmm. I've never been to here either. Uh, named after Rainman Hall in Norfolk, England, which is infamously haunted by the Brown Lady. Captured in a 1936 photograph, this mid-18th century Oyster Bay home of the Townsends was confiscated by the British during the Revolutionary War and served as headquarters for the Queen's Rangers, led by Lieutenant Colonel John Graves Simcoe. Simcoe fell in love with Sally Townsend, who overheard he and British Major John Andre, a frequent guest, discussed a plot involving Benedict Arnold, um, then one of General George Washington's most trusted generals. Sally told her brother, who, as a member of the Culper spy ring, relayed it to Washington according to 1989's Haunted Houses USA. Um, Andre was hung for treason, but his spirit remains behind. See, like, I, but where do you draw, like, the line here? Because, again, one guy died, and this, <laughs> <Right>. is, <laughs> this is where we're at this now. This is one of the most haunted places on Long Island. Like, yeah. Rest well, in peace to this. It's funny because my boyfriend and I had just taken a drive yesterday to Stony Brook and there were all of these signs on our way out there of the Washington spy trail or spy ring. Um, and we looked it up and I think it had something to do with, with this? this, but it's on Long Island. Not this maybe like ghost story, but this whole um, what this is about, the Culper spy ring. So I don't know. Huh. All right. Now, what the hell is this? <laughs> All right. So, Katie's in, um, on West Main Street in Smithtown. So, a restaurant. So, t- it says, take a stroll down West Main Street in Smithtown, stop into Katie's, and say hi to bartender Charlie Klein, who is about 115 years old, give or take a few years. He may be missing a limb or two, and he might knock a few glasses off the shelves. For years, staff and patrons at this local bar, which has been featured on A&E's Paranormal State, have been reported have reported strange occurrences from swinging doors to, oh God, apparitions. Apparitions. My reading skills are subpar. Clearly, the property has a long history. A hotel burned down in 1909 on this spot, reportedly killing a victim in the basement. Other tales claim a 16th century murderer haunts its corridors, but the most Social sociable ghost is Charlie, believed to be a bootlegger and bartender during the 1920s Prohibition era, who lived across the street from Katie's and took his own life. Ooh. Huh. I like it. I kind of fuck with this guy. Yeah, I fuck with Charlie. If I'm going to visit anything on this list so far, it's going to be Katie's. Yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) For real. Um, This one is Morgan Hall, Route 107 in Glen Cove. Built in 1910, the former estate of financial tycoon J.P. Morgan is haunted by the ghost of his young daughter, Alice, who succumbed to typhoid fever in the mansion. According to according to Haunted Places, the National Directory, blah, 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 whatever. The place was utilized by the Russian embassy for years afterward before turning into a Catholic school convent in the 1960s. Alice's spirit, 
the book contends, has appeared wearing a long black dress and can be heard walking in the attic and corridors. I mean, that's just creepy. Yeah. That, that something like that I've never experienced, like seeing a figure. Ugh. <laughs> I would hope to never experience that. Okay. Wickham Farmhouse, Route 25 in Kutchog. The farmhouse built in 1704 is one of the oldest English-style homes in New York State. On June 2nd, 1854, however, it became the site of a brutally vicious slaying. Okay, juicy. Juicy, (laughs) give me the tea. Yeah, let's hear it. James and Francis Wickham, along with a 14-year-old servant boy, were axe-murdered in their bedrooms by a 21-year-old Irish farmhand named Nicholas Behan, who, following an intense manhunt, according to the New York Times archives, was discovered hiding in nearby woods, put on trial, hung, and buried in an unmarked grave. Descendants witnessed a ghost standing over their bed in 1988, according to Haunted Places. Wow. Hmm. All right. That was dark. That was dark. (laughs) Now, like a real murder story. I like it. Finally. Yeah, all right. Give it to me. This is the Normandy Inn, Smithtown and Lakeland Avenue in Bohemia. Originally built as a residence for a Czech baron in the 1920s, according to a 2008 Long Island Business News article, it became a speakeasy during Prohibition and the Hotel Chateau Le Bohème for its last incarnation as a restaurant. The Gothic-style structure on the corner of Smithtown and Lakeland has been boarded up since 2004 and is currently once again up for sale. The Normandy Inn is rumored to be haunted by a woman named Maria, who was allegedly strangled to death in the upstairs back bedroom and had heard walking the hallways and knocking on visitors' doors when it was a hotel. There have also been reports of cold spots and other apparitions. Um, its most recent owner told LIBN, the place's previous owner informed him that long silent room service bells once began ringing without explanation and footprints once appeared on a just shampooed rug in a locked bedroom. Maria's got to chill the fuck out. Maria. Go to sleep. <laughs> go back to bed, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Reed Ice Cream Grounds, Atlantic Ave, Blue Point. In 1966, the lifeless body of a murdered 20-year-old go-go dancer and part-time bank teller, okay, she was well- <laughs> Living the yeah, life. versatile, was discovered here in a sump. Her hands and feet bound, her throat slashed. Ooh. Legend says she's never left. Ooh. And they're just out there serving ice cream. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, my God. This one I tried to find- I didn't look that hard, <laughs> but when we were in Stony Brook, as I just said, oh, okay. I heard about this, this country, it's called Country House Restaurant, Route 25A in Stony Brook. Um, besides its delicious food and romantic atmosphere, the Country House Restaurant serves patrons and visitors a smorgasbord of history. Originally built as a farmhouse in 1710, the place was purchased by Thomas Hadaway, a prominent English-American actor and comedian in 1838. Um, who was noted for throwing parties involving the occult. Many seances were conducted here, with those in attendance including renowned Long Island artist William Sidney Mount. Mount, in his notebooks and diary entries, believed he was able to communicate with the 17th century dustmaster Rembrandt, who gave him advice through letters and influenced his work. The country house is haunted by the spirit of a woman named Annette Williamson, who is believed to have been murdered near a fireplace in one of the restaurant's many rooms during the Revolutionary War. 
Its present owner, Bob, tells... I'm not even going to try and say his last name. We're just going to go yeah, Bob. Bob. His present owner, Bob, <laughs> um, says that he personally witnessed Annette's full apparition that her spirit regularly blows out light bulbs and causes electricity flashes and that other spirits dwell the premises as well. I believe this because I, when I was doing all of my research, so many comments, this like came up in like a thing of Long Island's haunted places. And so many people were saying, oh, I used to work there. I worked at the country house and they had their, all of their own stories. And everyone said, yep, it's haunted. Yep. It's haunted. But no one ever like thinks to just check the electric in the place that the lights are always going out. <laughs> like, why does it automatically have to be haunted? Well, I think it's that in combination with a bunch of other things. No, I'm gonna have to get a job there. And okay, work there yeah, myself. and then you let us know. That could be I'll like you guys your know. undercover I assignment. Should. Get a job at the country house and tell us what you find. It's a little bit of a drive. It's a little bit of a drive, but worth it. Worth it for sure. Okay. Fire Island Lighthouse and Fire Island. Do you have anything to say about this before I begin? I go there every year. And I love it. Have you experienced anything? No. Okay. Only a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start there. Okay. The original lighthouse standing 74 feet high, which just bothers me. They couldn't add one more foot to make it a nicer number. (laughs) 74 feet high. was constructed of stone in 1826 and served as a beacon to distressed whaling and merchant ships for about 30 years. It was replaced by the current lighthouse built in 1858, which is rumored to be haunted by a curator who committed suicide prior to its resurrection. Ooh. Um, so I've been there. We go every year and we take the tour too. So we don't just pass by it. We've like gone inside. We climbed up to the top. We've taken the tour. And they never mentioned this guy. Nobody's killing himself. Mentioned, mentioned this. And then but I now feel I'm going to ask like, so he killed himself in the first lighthouse and then they knocked down and, and redid it. So like his spirit's still holding on. I don't, I don't He's, know. Again, go with Maria and give it a rest. Give it a rest. All right. Winfield Hall, Crescent Beach Road, Glen Cove. The former 62-room Italian Renaissance mansion, mansion estate of Frank Winfield Woolworth was allegedly allegedly a hotbed of occult activity. Um, its owner died just two years after it was built in 1917 of infected teeth. Ugh. Woolworth's <laughs> daughter, Edna, <laughs> committed suicide behind its ornate walls and former students of Grace Downs Career School, Air Career School, which had a home in the estate during the 1960s and early 70s, speak of her bedroom always being locked, yet the sound of moving furniture emanating from within so they're saying she's still in there the room's locked but there's stuff going on in there let her be let her be she's not bothering right she's just moving around some furniture i mean i don't know how much she has to do that like why she's doing it so often but all right last but not least southampton campus windmill stony brook university a lot of shit's going down out in stony brook huh you know i know and future town i really want to live there but maybe not now maybe not now maybe maybe not anymore built in 1712 the gray shingled three-story windmill at stony brook university's southampton campus stands as one of long island's oldest relocated in 1890 from southampton town where it served as a landmark for seafaring ships to its present location 
as part of the former Claflin estate. The windmill was also once a former cottage and housed such guests as playwright Tennessee Williams, who reportedly oh. penned one of his plays during his lodging. Tennessee Williams. There he is. All right. <laughs> is you don't that, know who that no. is? <laughs> I don't know plays. Okay, just keep yeah. going. According to campus no lore. Plays. Yeah, I'm not a play. You love your plays, but that's not mine. Anyway, according to campus lore, the owner's daughter had a playroom inside this the thing. The thing. <laughs> like, who wrote who this? Wrote, I don't know, but that's good. <laughs> They're going to think that I just said that myself, but it really says, according to campus lore, the owner's daughter had a playroom inside the thing, and one day she <laughs> fell down the windmill's steep interior stairs, broke her neck, and died. Oh, my God. The eight- or nine-year-old girl is still there, says students, and her face can be seen peering from its various windows. Students also report to the press the eerie feeling of being watched as they pass it by. I don't like that at all. That's what I'm saying. There's too many different accounts from different places and different people for there not to be some sort of truth in some of this stuff. But I always kind of feel like I'm being watched. I have this like weird thing. Are you like paranoid that somebody's watching? I just always feel like someone. Yeah, I like always like my blind shut. I always feel like there's someone watching. Maybe there is. Trust your gut. Yeah. I Maybe really you have do. a ghost following you. They're pretty fucking boring, if that's true. Like, do something. Yeah. But no, I've always felt that way. So, like, to say that, like, when you pass a building, someone's watching you. Someone's probably looking at you anytime you pass a building. <laughs> yeah, okay, sitting in fair. there looking out and watching. All right, Natalie, we're going to open your mind yeah. up a little bit <laughs> to the paranormal. We're going to take you to all these places. I'm going. Let's go eat at the country Katie's house. first. And Katie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to chill with Charlie. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky season. See you soon.